is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. In the transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Intercom Studios in a Miracle Mile. It's Five Star Friday with my man, Greg Biggins. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. GB, we just had National Signing Day number two. Have you eaten? Have you slept? How are you feeling, my man? I'm feeling good. You know, like I kind of said on Wednesday, it's not a typical signing day anymore with the uh, the early signing period back in December. So this is like... Uh, you know, that's like the steroid version. This is like, you know, the easy, not much going on version of it. So I'm good. I'm good to go. Sure. Hey, Greg, there is a stat out there just in terms of how many prospects, or not how many, but what percentage prospects signed in the first signing day and what percentage prospects expected to sign in the second signing day. Do you know what that number is? Yeah, it was like 85. Last year it was 73. Right. Um, and I thought last year was going to be like around 50 because I couldn't, I, I didn't get why anybody would want to sign, right? You kind of almost handcuffed yourself because this is, you know, a coaching change or, you know, those guys who are going to maybe sit there recruit and pick up. But I was surprised last year. This year I expected it to be high and it was 85. And I think that we're, what we're going to see is December's now going to kind of take over and it'll probably be bigger and bigger every single year. Wow, 85%. That's a, that's a big number for sure. Well, my friend, it is Five Star Friday. We have a five-star guest on the line. I want to bring in my good friend, my colleague, Trent Herzog from Northern California. Coach Trent, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Coach Keith? I'm doing good. Glad to have you here for the first time on The Transparent Truth. Uh, and I don't know why it's the first time in three years that we've had you on, Trent, but we're glad to have you. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about National Preps, the scouting service that works for the college market. And we're going to get a chance to differentiate between what the media does and what a service like National Preps does and what that piece and why it's important and where it's located and and what it's it's all about because I'm not sure if the public knows and our listeners know but we want to make sure that we get that point across um, and really differentiate between the two sources uh, so before we get to that in that National Preps piece trend which you're a big part of here in the Western region you're the leader in the Western region let's talk about an event you attended this past weekend 
the Malu Fitness Tournament in Northern California. Talk to us kind of how the tournament was ran, who were your top performers, who won the tournament, and who looked who looked like some up and coming stars uh, in that part of the state. Go ahead. Yeah, the Malu Fitness Tournament this last Saturday at Edison High School in Stockton was a great tournament. One of the better seven on seven passing tournaments, well organized. Uh, one of the best tournaments I've been to. Uh, Maury Susu did a great job running it, had some really quality teams, um, had some, some players out of Hawaii, Arizona, Utah, uh, and obviously California. Um, the, the team that won it was No Zone out of Fresno. Uh, Mike Ware is the coach there, and he used to be part of DB Guru, uh, the old Tony Perry staff. And uh, he's kind of taken on his new team, uh, No Zone, still using the Tony Perry name a little bit and still representing Tony Perry. Um, but he did a great job. He, he had a loaded team with uh, some great players. They ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, they beat uh, Maury Susu's team of uh, Malu in the championship. And um, some of the top players, there was three players in this tournament that were just elite, elite BCS prospects that I know you and Greg obviously know about. Um, but I was really, really impressed with Jalen McMillan. I really feel he's definitely a top three receiver on the West Coast, maybe the number one guy. Um, super impressive. Uh, great route runner, great hands, great ball, body control, um, good speed. Um, this kid's up to 25 offers now and uh, just, just an elite prospect. He was really, really dominant on uh, Saturday. Um, another, another kid, a 2021 wide receiver out of Menlo Atherton, Troy Franklin, I think this kid's just a phenom. I was I was fortunate enough to see him in the state championship game against Lincoln of San Diego, and uh, he just dominated that game. And this kid's just unbelievable. Um, maybe the most talented player I have seen live in, in, a, in a football game um, at a skill position player um, over over my 25 years of being around high school football and scouting. Uh, Troy Franklin's extremely extremely explosive, great strength. Uh, for only being 175 pounds, he has unreal strength and just when he runs, he runs through people, he carries people. Um, just a great, great player with a really nice frame. Um, got some big BCS offers coming in. In the last month, he's gotten an Alabama, Tennessee, and Oregon offer. And, and this kid's going to be one of the top five players in the nation in the 2021 class, I feel. Um, a kid in the 2022 class. That's, that's just also a phenom that everyone knows about. We knew about this kid two or three years ago, Relique Brown out of Edison of Stockton. Um, you know, not the tallest player, only about 5'9". Uh, I feel he's going to get a couple more inches, um, but a solid 175-pound running back, defensive back, slot receiver. You can line him up anywhere. Awesome kick return, punt return specialist. Um, this kid's just really, really special. Great kid. Um, great balance. Great change of direction, great speed, uh, just just a really really exciting player. Those are my top three elite prospects. Um, I got three other prospects that were in a 2020 class that we all need to keep our eyes on. They're known about, they just haven't blown up yet. Um, the first one is Sioni Fotu. Uh, he's a linebacker out of Bingham. He just got a Cal offer. I think he's got a Utah offer. Um, he might have a few others. This kid's an in the box Mike linebacker. Thick, physical, plays downhill, um, plays 100 miles an hour, and just an extremely talented 
linebacker. I really liked seeing him uh, in coverage. He was much better in coverage than I thought he'd be. Um, real special player out of Bingham in, in Utah in the 2020 class. I'm a player that's a little bit under-recruited, got really good length. I feel he's going to be a D1 corner. Um, Terrence Lavelle out of Sarah San Mateo, um, really, really good player. Definitely a Pac-12 capable um, athlete. Um, I like his length as a corner. His film is mostly as a receiver, um, but he's doing some really good things out there. I've seen him three weekends in a row, and uh, I'd expect him to start getting some, some nice BCS offers here in the future um, another guy that's really under recruited and hasn't had an offer yet but god what a freak uh, Ashby Moon from Valley Christian this kid's all a 6'5 he's, he's a little thin right now I'd say he's 190 to 200 but can he run wow um, just great length great motor has some really good film of him playing wide receiver but at the next level he's definitely a linebacker an outside linebacker could be a Sam or a Will um Another guy that I expect here to blow up really, really soon. And then I had three 2021 players um, that not a lot of people know about, but I feel uh, Greg, you and Keith will love these guys. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of them. I'd love for you guys to take a look at these guys, and I feel these guys are going to be big-time uh, BCS recruits also. Uh, Veltre Jefferson, he just received his first offer from Nevada, Reno. This kid's a legit 6'4", 6'5". 215 pound athlete he's listed as a wide receiver and db i feel he'll grow out of that possibly be a tight end and a linebacker but what a really good looking athlete great size catches the ball well um i think he could be a phenomenal slot tight end type guy and and also a, a linebacker maybe even a defensive end um a kid no one really knows about uh, 6'1", 225-pound middle linebacker Javon Murphy from Stellar Prep in Hayward, California. Man, this kid's impressive. His film's really, really good. He reminds me of a young Ray Lewis. That's the type of energy and passion and toughness that he brings. And, and he was 6'1", 225, and only 15 years old. He's got a lot of room to grow. But what a really, really exciting player that's just tough and physical, loves to play the game, another in-the-box linebacker. And last, uh, a kid that I've seen two weekends in a row that I really, really like. I feel he'll be an elite BCS prospect. He's got great ball skills, great range. He's a 6'2", 180-pound safety out of Encino High School in the 2021 class. His name is Vincent Nunley. Um, really good player, plays on both sides of the ball. His sophomore film is very impressive. And just seeing him the last two weeks, um, I've been super impressed by him. But those were my nine top prospects uh, from the camp and, and combine. It was a great, great seven-on-seven seven that Maury Susu put on, and uh, it was awesome to be there. Nice. Thank you very much. GB? Hey, Trent, quick one for you. Awesome stuff, dude. That's why you're one of the two goats out there. So I was fascinated by what you said about Troy Franklin, 2021 kid. Uh, I think right now we have him as our top West Coast player in the 21 class, but did I hear you correctly? You've seen everybody, DJ, Williams, you've seen Najee, you've seen Joe Mixon. Did you say that Troy Flicken was the most impressive player you've ever seen live? As a skill position player, Greg, yeah. You know, DJ was a linebacker and a running back. Najee was a big back. Um, Joe Mixon, a big back. This kid can line up anywhere on the field and make something happen. Um, he's just super special. His speed, 
is is really really good. His quickness, his explosiveness. Um, yeah, I mean, seeing a guy live in pads is a lot different than seeing a guy live in seven on seven. And I've got to see him do both this year in the last two months, and he's one of the best I've seen, Greg. Love definitely it. the best wide, definitely be- the best wide receiver DB. Um, he's he's a phenom, and and whoever gets him in two three years is gonna. They're, they're going to have an NFL prospect from day one on their hands. So we're always, we're Keith and I, we're always big on comparisons just for the fun of it. I don't mean to put you on the spot and you can maybe get back to us later later on, but if on the top of your head, is there a guy that Troy kind of reminds you a little bit of? You know, he he's a bigger version of Deshaun Jackson. Maybe not as explosive, but he's got that body control and that first step, he, he, he goes zero to 100 in that first step like no one I've ever seen. Um, you know, Menlo was struggling in the state championship game, and they, they were having trouble moving the ball. And uh, they lined him up at quarterback in and and a wildcat. And uh, the first time he touched the ball, he went 65 yards, and, and he broke tackles. He carried kids. Um, it was just, just, a, just a great overall athlete that I'm super, super impressed with. And uh, a bigger version of Deshaun Jackson. Um, that's not bad. That's, that's kind of what I've cared to compare to. <laughs> that's not bad at all. Sounds like maybe the greatest receiver of all time. <laughs> that's funny. Keith, I've been telling you about Randy this Moss kid right for, there. <laughs> Keith, I've been telling you about this kid for six months, man. And, uh, man, I, I, I love this kid. He's also a great kid. So I've, I've had some time to spend around him. And, and he's coached by a great coach out here, Rabbit Potty. Um, and, and, you know, he's really making sure this kid has his head on right and, and doing the right thing in the classroom. And uh, I'm super excited to see where this kid ends up. That's 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 uh, that's good stuff, Trent. You know, it's it's interesting if he, if he's a legit six three like he's listed, and he has that type of first step explosion. That's pretty scary because normally big guys like that it takes them a little while to get rolling. So if he has that type of first step explosion at that type of size and length and strength that you described, that's pretty scary, and that's probably what you're describing to us but uh nonetheless Trent you were there in your scouting role as a leader at national preps in the western region um let's get into your national preps piece who national preps is so on and so forth so let's talk about it uh please describe to our listeners um who is national preps Trent um who are they uh, National Preps is a scouting service that works strictly for the colleges. Um, we work hand-in-hand with the colleges. We have over 240 clients, um, from BCS clients all the way down to Division three clients and, and junior college clients. So we're out. Uh, we have 15 scouts throughout the United States. Um, we have five full-time scouts throughout the Western region. The Western region, what I overlook, has... Uh, Along, you know, Keith Miller down in Southern California with Randy Taylor, uh, Jordan Reyes, who does some stuff for us in Utah and Oregon, uh, Colorado and Arizona. Um, I overlook Northern California, Nevada. I do some stuff in Oregon and Washington. And uh, we also have some part time scouts, uh, Terrence Leonard, um, who helps us and a few other guys. But we are feet on the ground. We're going to events seven on seven. Uh, tournaments, combines, camps, showcases, um, the college camps over the summer. Uh, we go to high school games. We're seeing these prospects throughout the Western region. 
um, in person, talking to high school coaches. So I feel we're an extension of every college staff that we work for. Um, and we can be on the road 365 days a year. So we're able to go to college, go, go to the high schools and make sure a kid is six foot four, make sure a kid is 215 pounds. I've had colleges ask me to measure a kid's hand size to find out about, you know, his mother and father. Um, does he really weigh 225 pounds? Um, so that's kind of what we do. We're, we're an extension of the college staff. Our feet are on the ground. Um, we're going to events, to games, and um, we're scouting prospects for the upcoming 2020, 2021, and 2022 class as of right now. Um, our database and the West Coast alone has over 8,000 prospects. Um, each kid is evaluated, ranked. We get contact information, email, cell phone, an accurate uh, GPA. Um, we try to get some social media um, on the kid, and we create a profile on each player that goes out to our college clients. Um, again, we don't work for the player. We don't work for the high school. We don't work for the parents. Um, we're kind of undercover, and um, the information that we gather is only for our college clients. When you talk about going out scouting events, of course, you were at the Malu Fitness Tournament this past weekend. And, of course, uh, you know, we scout all across America. When you go out and scout, what do you produce from that trip? What do you produce um, when you go out and scout? What do you produce for the colleges? So I have two ways that I go out and scout. One is the events, like the Malu Fitness um, you know, the, the regional openings, um, the rivals camps, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame academies. We'll go out and we'll create a top performers list. Um, any player we feel in those events that have the opportunity or the ability to play college football, we want to get information from. We want to get an evaluation on, we want to get a ranking on, and we want to gather their contact information and an accurate GPA. Um, so that's one way I'll scout. Um, I'll also go to games during the season. Um, those are more just to watch. I'm not necessarily gathering information there, but just to watch the players and see how they compete and how they play in a real football game. And last but not least, probably the, the best way for me is um, I go into high schools. Uh, next week I'm flying down to Las Vegas and I'm going to visit about 15 to 20 high schools. I go in just like a college coach does and I talk to the high school coach about his upcoming prospects. I gather information, transcripts, um, contact information, and it helps me put my evaluation together for each prospect um, that I scout. So there's three ways for me, and uh, you know, one is the events, one is the games, and one is visiting high schools. That's great stuff, Trent. When you talk about going to scout and getting all the information are we just talking five star excuse me five star four star three star prospects what what are we talking who are you scouting Trent are you just scouting for um, the top colleges like Alabama or, or what level are you scouting for can you kind of break that down for us yeah um, we scout for every level obviously we have some of the top clients uh, along you know up there with Clemson and Alabama and Michigan and Notre Dame um and we have a bunch of Pac-12 schools. We, we work for nine Pac-12 schools. Uh, but when I'm out there scouting, I'm also scouting for our FCS schools and our Division II schools and our Division III schools. 
Um, we have 240 clients and over 100 of them are D2 and D3. Um, so we're out there. If a, if a player can play, we want to know about them. Uh, the most important thing, though, every college coach asks me, every football recruit recruiting coach asks me, every uh, football department of operations asks me, you know, what type of grades does this kid have? So uh, the grades are super important, and obviously every school, every college wants a transcript of the, of the players. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going out there and, and beating the bushes and, and trying to collect this information to make our college clients' life a lot easier when they get on the road. Sure. Good stuff, Trent. I want to bring in my co-host, Greg Biggins now. Of course, a nationally renowned national recruiting analyst, 247 Sport. 247 Sports has been with Scout. Um Greg used to work for ESPN. He's been all over the map. So, GB, I want you to differentiate for me what Trent does for national preps in his role and kind of what you do um, for 247 Sports. Because a, a big word right now in, I guess, high school or even youth sports is exposure. Everything is about exposure. My kids want exposure. We want exposure. So we understand what Trent does now for National Preps and also what I do. Greg, can you differentiate for our listeners what you do at 247 Sports? Yeah, so obviously what Trent does, and, uh, you know, there is some crossover. Obviously, you mentioned, or I don't know if you mentioned it on air or not, but, you know, my uh, co-worker, Brandon Huffman, was at the tournament that Trent was at and seen a lot of the same players. So it's uh, what, what we're doing, accumulating information, is we're putting it online um, not just for colleges. I know you guys work for the colleges. Us, it's, it's the fans who subscribe to the website, whether it's Tennessee or Vanderbilt or San Jose State or UCLA, Notre Dame. They want to know who their schools are recruiting, who are the top kids out there. So it's kind of twofold. Yes, there's an evaluation part of it. That's where you know rankings and stars come in, and, and but there's also a, you know a, a compiling the information from the kid, actually talking to them. Find out, hey, who are your top schools, and kind of writing those stories up. So, um, I, I love what Trent does. I would kind of joke with you via text. I, I do. Trent has it made. His need to actually talk to the kids and get the, you know, get all the information. And, and you feel like you're bugging the kid because nowadays, you know, you're the you're the 18th guy to talk to the kid and get that information from him. That's that is part of the job. So, uh, it's uh, it's evaluation, but also just as much, if not more, is, is you know, feeding the fan bases on who their schools are recruiting and why they should be excited about getting this player or this player. You know, why do we miss it on this guy? And who's taking a visit to my school this weekend? Do I still have a chance at player A if we don't lose lose this guy? What about player B? So it's, it's kind of more, more on that side of it. Sure, and I think that's a good point. I, I like the way you described it. It's, it's feeding the fan base. It's feeding the consumers um, who subscribe to the website and so on and so forth. And, and I think that that all plays... That all has a role in today's football industry, uh, kind of what recruiting analysts like yourself do, Greg, or, or does, Greg, and then kind of what we do on the national prep side. But what I wanted to do with this interview, I wanted to make it clear um, just kind of what the differentiation was, what the difference was between the two. Um, because, again, a big word in today's football world is exposure. Kids go to camps, they want exposure. They want they go to, uh, you know, showcases, they want exposure. Well, we just announced not too long ago, uh, a few days ago, actually, the, the 
Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy Regionals. And we have a media partner. Our media partner is Overtime. And we love Overtime. They got a million followers on Instagram. They got 500,000 on Twitter. And they're going to be at all of our showcases. They'll be doing filming and they're going to, you know, highlight top performers, so on and so forth, put videos out, get a bunch of retweets. And that's one piece of exposure. But I want to be clear on what they're what they're exposing. They're exposing you to their audience, which I'm not sure Nick Saban uh, subscribes or follows overtime, which I'm probably sure he doesn't. But it has its place. Um in today's football world, right? If you want the social media exposure, that's great. Nothing wrong with that. Conversely, the national preps piece will also be at our showcases for the Pro Football Hall of Fame regional show regional showcase, excuse me. And that exposure piece is for the colleges. Again, national preps works strictly for the colleges. They do not work for families, they do not work for players. They are paid by the colleges to gather information, do evaluations, tell you who the players are and where the players are at and what they can they and can't they do um, based on how we feel about them. And that piece will always that piece will also be at our showcases. So you talk about the media piece with overtime, the college exposure piece from national press. We feel like we've put together um, the best of both worlds, Greg, the best of both worlds. Uh, at the Pro Football Hall Pro Football Academy Showcase Hall of Fame Academy Showcases starting March the 2nd and March the 3rd in Northern California and then March 9th and 10th in Southern California I will be facilitating each showcase. We're going to have seven regionals. We'll be in New Jersey. We'll be in Florida. We'll be in Atlanta. We'll be in Texas twice, California twice. Uh, So there's a lot going on. We're very excited. Uh, They're going to be the fastest and most physical camp setting showcase style um, events that you ever want to be a part of. It's going to be fast paced. It's going to be up tempo, but it's going to be very physical, very football simulated. I'm not for the backyard shenanigans or the toss the ball up and do a flip. We're going to go out there. We're going to compete hard. We're going to play hard and we're going to play fast. And I'm excited to be running them. But with that being said, Trent Herzog, director, West Coast. National Preps. We appreciate you for coming on. Thank you for giving us and our listeners the insight on what who National Preps is, what they do, where they're located, and why they are important to not only the five-star prospects like Brew McCoy, but you're talking about the two and the one-star prospects who only have Division two and three capabilities, why they're important as well. So, Trent, we appreciate you for joining us here on Transparent Truth, my man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you and Greg. Yeah, there's no question about it. Look out for my guy, Trent Herzog, man. He's out there. He's floating around. He's looking for all prospects, and we're excited that he is leading our team in national preps. GB, thank you for sharing your piece uh, of what you guys do at 247. Again, I think that's also important to the industry. Uh, Fan bases, they love to kind of hear what's going on out there. And I guess, you know, if, if they didn't care, Greg, that you wouldn't be working at 247, right? If they didn't care. There are rabbit fan bases who love to hear what you guys write. They love to hear your analysis and so on and so forth. So um, at that rate, you know, what you do is very necessary. And I'm sure these people get a, a big kick out of it.
All right, it's time to bring this baby to a close. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Richie Hammond. Y'all be cool. <laughs>